From CITI Program, I'm Darren Gaddis, and this is On Research. Today, what is the difference between a clinical research associate and a clinical research professional? The skills and training needed to be a clinical research associate and general misconceptions about clinical research associates. I spoke with Elizabeth Waddell, owner and CEO of the CRA Helper. She has been in the clinical research industry for over 20 years. Elizabeth began her career as an in-house clinical research associate and later transitioned to an on-site clinical research associate. After 14 years as a monitor, she transitioned from a senior clinical research associate to a line manager role focused on training new CRAs. As a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not intended to provide legal advice or guidance. You should consult with your organization's attorneys if you have questions or concerns about relevant laws and regulations discussed in this podcast. Additionally, the views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenter. Hi, Elizabeth. Thank you for joining me today. Hi, Darren. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. To get us started, what is a clinical research associate or CRA? So a clinical research associate, or like you said, a CRA, and they're also known as a monitor, I think the best way to explain what it is, is to start with why is it even required? So per FDA regulations and GCPs, the sponsor must ensure that the clinical trials are properly monitored. And this is to ensure the rights and the well-being of the human participants are protected. And they have to make sure, they have to make sure the patients are safe. And on the flip side, they need to make sure and ensure that the data from the clinical trial is accurate, complete, and verifiable from source documents, and that the study is being conducted in compliance with the protocol, GCPs, and reg requirements. So there's a lot they have to monitor in a trial, and that's where we come in. That's where the CRAs come in. We must monitor the studies on behalf of the sponsor, and our two major obligations are ensuring subject safety and data integrity. And there's even guidance regarding the selection of CRAs as we must be qualified by the training and experience to monitor the progress of the trial. So it's a very important role as keeping patients safe and protected is so huge. And also verifying the validity of the data is huge. Because, for example, in a pharmaceutical trial, the FDA is reviewing this data to evaluate if a drug is safe. They're evaluating if the drug is effective, and that's going to go into all that decision-making if a drug is approved or not. So it's very important um, monitoring the progress of a trial. And from that definition, what is the difference between a clinical research associate and clinical research professional? So a clinical research professional to me is anyone in the clinical research industry. So a CRA would be an example of a clinical research professional. It's one of the roles in the industry. There's so many roles, as you'll see, from project managers to auditors to clinical trial associates, and then you have roles at the site level as well. From your own experience, could you describe the training and skills someone needs to be successful as a CRA? So I'll start with the training. When we would review CVs, a curriculum vitae, it's kind of like a resume in the research world. When we would review CVs in order to interview a potential CRA candidate, we primarily looked at their education, as well as their clinical research experience. So taking a CRA training per se wasn't something that was required. Again, we focused on the clinical research experience. Now, 
Although a CRA training course is not required, though, can it help build confidence? Absolutely. So, for example, when I was assigned to a study that was maybe a new therapeutic area, in addition to training at our company, I would take like extra trainings to build confidence when monitoring the disease under study. So it's kind of the same thing with a CRA training course. It may not be a requirement to get the job, but if it can help you learn and build the confidence to perform the job better or even interview better, it is so worth it. And the same thing, um, even certification, being a certified CRA, it wasn't necessarily a requirement for me. I didn't have to be certified. And actually, I did my certification or obtained it when I was a senior CRA. My company offered to, um, they're like, hey, we'll pay for it. You know, you have the time. Do you want to go for it? And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, that would be awesome. So I did do it and it's, and it's an accomplishment for sure. And I'm glad to have it. I'm glad to have the credentials, but did I have to be certified to get a CRA job? I, d- I did not. So I do like to point that out. Definitely clinical research experience on a CV speaks volumes, but you know, again, you kind of do the training more for yourself to help build that confidence. As far as skills required, definitely attention to detail. You will go through documents like a fine tooth comb. You definitely need to have those eagle eyes, attention to detail, and definitely critical thinking skills. Because in research, you'll find that not a lot of things are black and white. It it takes critical thinking, problem solving, sometimes escalating things to different study team members. I mean, I've been in research for 20 plus years and I still send emails like, hey, I've noticed this, you know, this is what I'm thinking of how to resolve the issue. What are your thoughts? So, and sometimes you have to consult with different departments not being afraid. Do not be afraid to ask questions. Again, like I talked about, you're going to confirm things with different departments sometimes. And to me, asking questions is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength because you want to do your job right. You want to confirm things for your study. And you definitely need to have time management skills. There are a lot of deadlines and metrics that you must meet. So definitely time management, being able to prioritize, and then being able to reprioritize because there's many times things are changing in clinical research. You may get an email that totally changes your day. So you'll have to reprioritize what needs to be performed for that day. And like I mentioned, being able to adapt, being flexible. So these are some soft skills that you'll need to have as well as deal with different personalities. Very important as you'll be not only with your study team, but you're going to be going to many different sites and interacting with different people and things. So that's important to have as well as being able to be organized, being able to work independently, because again, you're going to many sites working by yourself there, monitoring documents, as well as Sometimes when you're not on the road, you may be working remotely at home in your office. So you have to be able to still meet your deliverables, work independently, and be able to communicate effectively. And not just verbally, but written communications is very important. Lots of trip report completion, email communication, uh, lots of documentation as a CRA. So definitely written communication is so important. And I know there's many more skills I could probably point out, but I would say this is a good start of important skills to have. And with all of this in mind, would you be willing to share your own journey to becoming a CRA? Yeah, sure. I graduated with a bachelor's in clinical research. And while I was doing my internship, I interviewed to work in the lab, actually at a company that manufactured vaccines. And and I was offered the job. But at the same time, I received a call from a recruiter with an opportunity as an entry-level in-house CRA. And I was like, oh, wow, this is like clinical research. I My heart was just being tugged in that direction. It ended up, I chose the in-house CRA opportunity and it was definitely a blessing. I was I went contract 
I first was contract, then I went permanent. And after about a year of being an in-house CRA, a CRA one, was promoted to a CRA two, and then moved to the clinical department and started on-site monitoring. And the rest is history. Here we are 20 years later. And from your own tenure, what is one general misconception about CRAs? In my experience, I would say one of the misconceptions about CRAs I would see is, is people would picture, okay, CRAs, they come to a site and their role is to go to the site and pick them apart. And although sometimes I would, I would be at a site and I'd see another monitor come in and, and maybe they would have this kind of air about them, kind of like high and mighty, and they wouldn't nicely point out issues that they observe. Sometimes that happens. But the truth is we are a team with the site. So even though I may go to a site and I'm monitoring the study and I'm reviewing charts and reg docs and study drug and and yes, I may discover or observe an issue. There's a way that we treat our sites and are just a respectful way to point out observations and, and also re-educate them because we want to help them. We're there to help. We also should work together with a site as a team, having that same goal of subject safety and data integrity. So that's definitely, I think, a misconception that people have because there's not one role that's higher than the other. You have the site level and then you have a CRA that's either with a sponsor or a CRO. And again, we're all a team doing this clinical trial together. How could someone get their start as a CRA? Well, most CRA positions require at least a bachelor's degree and usually in a scientific area or a scientific discipline is preferred. This, of course, would depend on the company. In addition, most entry-level CRA roles require about one to three years of clinical research experience. Again, that's going to depend on the company. Um, but clinical research experience, like I mentioned, speaks volumes on a CV. So some ways that people may gain this experience in order to apply for an entry-level CRA position, they can gain this clinical research experience like me, maybe starting out as an entry-level in-house CRA and then move to on-site monitoring, or they may gain experience as a clinical trial associate or a project specialist or a project coordinator. And some may gain experience at the site level as a research assistant or a clinical research coordinator, and they're also known as a study coordinator. And I always say that in my experience, study coordinators make great CRAs. So some people gain experience that way. And others may start with even a clinical research internship and start getting that experience under their belt that way. So unless a company has a position where they have their own training program and they do not require previous research experience, which there's not many that I've seen. Most of the time, the companies will require at least one to three years of of that previous clinical research experience. So definitely important to have clinical research experience under your belt. And what else would you like to share with us about CRAs? Clinical research is a blessing and to be a part of, and it's being a clinical research monitor CRA is so rewarding. And also there are so many roles that can lead to in the industry, like becoming a lead CRA or a project manager, or even if you want to manage CRAs, like becoming a line manager or a QA auditor, or like me, managing and training new CRAs, which I absolutely love. So there's so much growth in the industry. So that's another great thing about it. Elizabeth, thank you for joining me today. Be sure to follow, like, and subscribe to On Research with the CITI program to stay in the know. I also invite you to review our content offerings regularly as we are continually adding new courses and webinars that may be of interest to you. All of our content is available to you anytime through organizational and individual subscriptions. You may also be interested in CITI Program's Clinical Research Coordinator course. Please visit the CITI Program's website to learn more about all of our offerings.